Hey y'all. Long time. No see. <laughs> I would say I can explain, but I can't. I was having a lot of difficulties uh getting my second episode up or what was supposed to be the second episode. Um I was having problems with Apple and Spotify and then midterms came and then accounting came and uh whoop some ass for uh and then I stopped and I went home for a month, but now I'm back and Culture Shock is back and we are here today on February 7th, the seventh day of Black History Month. And it's also National Girls and Women in Sports Day. Okay, but for real, I'm so sorry. It's totally my bad. We're coming back. It's not Monday, it is Wednesday. Wednesdays are just easier for me this semester. So I will be dropping on Wednesdays, probably around the one to two hour. They will be done. I will be coming back every week. Pinky swear. Okay. All that aside, welcome back to the Culture Shock Podcast. I'm your host, Nyla Payne. And we have a few things on the agenda today. I feel like I'm going to sound like such a hater today, and I'm not. I just have so much to say. I've been having so many thoughts, and they're not, like, intriguing thoughts. They're things that, like, everybody has been saying that I just want to say my little my little bit on because the internet has just really been not my friend. And, like, I really don't know how to explain it. And also the shirt is making me a little bit mad. Um, I have contacts in the sign. First episode I had glasses on because I was being lazy, and I was, like, low-key. Like, the week I recorded the first episode, I um, – had a sinus infection and then <laughs> I had a sinus infection it was like the week before Halloween or like two weeks before Halloween so I would like was like super sick I just was not feeling good then got an ear infection then the ear infection spread to the other ear so I had a double ear infection bro I was screaming and crying in the emergency room they didn't even do nothing for real uh, I was just on antibiotics for 10 days and Tylenol and it really really sucked and I missed Halloween weekend uh so there was that um, but yeah, that was the first episode. Now I have contacts in so I can actually see myself in the camera. Um, I'm not sure how I'm feeling about that. And I also feel like this is a little bit crooked and it is. Okay. Um, I'm not going to fix it because if I do, I feel like something's going to be weird. So we're just going to be crooked today. Sorry, y'all. Uh, tilt your phone or something. I don't know. First on the agenda today, um, I want to talk about the Grammys because, as most of you know, I am a sports art and entertainment management major. Um, last year, I took a music business class, and we had like a whole assignment on the Grammys, so I watched the Grammys for the first time ever in its entirety last year. Uh, that was pretty interesting. The Grammys last year were pretty interesting. Uh, Beyonce got snubbed again, and it was just a mess, but low-key like it wasn't a terrible show the performances were okay this year whole different story i'm beginning to feel very impartial to the grammys and here's why like jay-z we all saw jay-z's speech first of all that man was not lying that man wasn't lying one bit and neither was kanye all them years ago with taylor swift (laughs) don't jump up actually jump on me if you want i don't care uh yeah kanye was right all them years ago he right message incredibly wrong time uh incredibly wrong and he's probably the reason why that woman is as successful as she is because everybody felt it wasn't out of guilt like obviously she like worked for what she got or whatever but 
back back to this year um if you haven't seen you're probably living under a rock or like just not interested in the grammys which is fine but you didn't have to watch to hear about it um jay-z basically got accepted or got the what is this award called the dr dre impact award and when he went on stage for a speech he brought blue ivy on stage and he was talking about how all these years ago like will smith boycotted the grammys it wasn't really a boycott because they still watched the grammys they just weren't there uh and then jay-z did the same thing and he was basically saying that like by the grammys own metrics it doesn't make sense how they do like how they be awarding people the things that they do and he was correct um he was like by your own metrics like how how do you give this woman and not to embarrass her but like how do you give the woman with the most grammys 38 grammys and no albums of the year you don't even believe that because you gave her 38 grammys and he ate he clocked it he ate them straight up what can you say to that nothing um but yeah there's a lot of discourse going on about album of the year at the grammys um last year was harry's house this year it was midnight uh i just have a lot of feelings about this situation so i'm going to start talking about them this is taylor swift slander so you can skip ahead uh, i'll even timestamp it for you if you would not like to hear about it but i'm going to talk about it because i have a lot to say about this um yeah so i'm not the biggest taylor swift fan i listened to folklore and evermore i worked both of her concerts this year the concerts were great she's a it was a very nice show I don't think Midnight was album of the year. Taylor Swift's own fans don't think Midnight was album of the year. And the argument I keep seeing, and another thing I'm also going to talk about with the Grammys is like this Noah Khan and Victoria Monet thing because it's so stupid. Um, the thing about like album of the year with the Grammys is not, it's literally against the Grammys voting rules to vote based on like numbers and charts. That's not allowed. It's what you feel the album of the year is, not who's most popular. Because in that case, Renaissance would have won last year. I just think it's crazy how these, these voting members just keep, Beyonce's so popular and she just won so much that I feel like she doesn't need album of the year. Let's be so for real. Taylor Swift calls herself Miss Americana, and rightfully so because the whole country loves her uh i'm not gonna say much about that she's i'm sure she's i'm sure she's a lovely woman never met her i don't know i can't speak for her character or anything like that i don't look into her and also she only shows you what she wants to be seen and that goes for every celebrity i'm not a person who likes to put celebrities on a pedestal because at the end of the day like they're just another person it's crazy to me but i mean like younger girls i understand at your big age of 20 get it <laughs> i was about to say get a job um i'm sure y'all have jobs and this is just a very unhealthy obsession i don't care uh we need to be doing something more productive with our time and you can support her without you know it being ride or die my life depends on taylor swift like girl please i think midnight's was very much mid um she's had good albums i enjoyed folklore and evermore decently like i listen to i don't frequently listen to them but if i'm in the mood for it i will listen to them i'm not by any means like extremely anti taylor swift but also like 
if you're branding yourself as Miss Americana and like made a whole documentary about how you're pushing people to vote and you made Joe Biden cookies four years ago, but it's 2024 and you haven't said anything about a genocide. You haven't said anything about anything important this year, which I understand because you've had a very overwhelming year and a very successful year at that. Congratulations. But also like there are more important things. I think her acceptance speech was very tone deaf. Uh, I've seen a lot of discourse on that too. And people are like, well, it's the Grammys. It was her award. Like why can't she announce her album? Because she's not the only person that's going to be accepting award at the Grammys. Yes, that's your moment. But like, I hope if somebody the day comes when you get married and you're, you know, first dance or whatever, somebody comes on the floor and then, will you marry me? You're not allowed. You, that's like, I don't want to say it's stealing everybody else's shine because I understand both perspectives, but that's just not, to me, it's not the time, not the place. You thank your fans, you thank the Recording Academy in like two seconds. Like, I want to thank my fans in the Recording Academy. I have a new album coming out actually uh, on April 19th called This. I'm dropping the picture right now. Go run to my Instagram, look at the picture. Um, fuck the Grammys, look at me. Which is kind of, that's how it came off to me. I don't know. I, that's that's my opinion. I know the Swifties loved it. I'm glad the Swifties loved it. I just think, you know, she could have, she even could have waited. I'm sure we all knew. I wasn't surprised at all when she won album of the year. I actually made a video of it. I'll probably, I'll probably post a video, but I made a video. And I was like, oh, let me pretend to like be shocked that it was like Taylor Swift winning for Midnight's. Like she, I'm sure she knew or had, had, a, had a hunch that she was going to win just based off of her success this year which th that's great but again that's not the awards for she could have waited till then to announce her album she could have just made a regular acceptance speech then it's your second time up of the night make your announcement now if you're gonna make it i don't know that's my personal opinion like you were gonna announce the album anyway whether you won an award or not because it's coming out in april and it's february my personal opinion on that my second opinion why are you dragging lana del rey on stage no shade no tino shade I have nothing against Lana's music. Lana Del Rey has done and said a lot of crazy things um, that her fans don't care about, and that's fine if you just wanna like the music and separate the art or whatever. Me personally, the Palestinians wrote for black people, so I'm gonna ride for the Palestinians. It, that's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I thought that was really weird. The Celine Dion thing, don't get me started. We all know what was wrong with that. I don't care about the picture after, that's called PR. That's called cleanup, amen. Um, outside of that, I've just been seeing a lot of black women talk about the Taylor Swift situation, and that is where I was going with that. I just wanted to put my little two cents in. Um, it's really hard to watch as a black woman. It has really nothing to do with the fact that she's white and winning. I'm glad that she's winning. Like, that's cool. I'm glad, like, Adele won Album of the Year over Lemonade. I love Adele. That's fine. It was a good album, and there was a reason for it to win. But I feel like i'm getting ready for backlash uh, I f there's not even that many people that watch this and this is not the first time i've said this actually so there's not going to be any backlash unless it's like from somebody who's 12 and at that point i don't care um i feel like a lot of the time and this is something that my mom always told me too especially in dance like there were so many times i worked so hard i did so many things and i was like spotlighted in like group dances and this and that and when it came time for like solos there were people that like i'm not gonna say that yes i am there are people that I know I worked harder than and people that 
I know I was like a little bit better than even if it's just a bit that got opportunities before I did. And I'm not saying it's because I'm black, but I'm saying the message that my mom and my family always told me regarding that situation was like, as a black woman, you're always going to have to work twice as hard, which is true. Even like going forward, I haven't had this experience yet in the sports industry, but I know it's coming just because as a woman in the sports industry, period, you're already a minority as a black woman double whammy and it might not be that way but you have to be prepared for things to be that way and I just feel like everything comes very easily to Taylor Swift that doesn't mean that she doesn't work hard it just means that like the country the whole country it just praises her for doing things that everybody else has also done like uh, yeah you broke records on tour I'm glad you did that's because you have a cult following fan base I don't see why not like you are a performer and your tour was good that's great and I'm not taking that away from her at all she had a wildly successful tour for a reason because she's a she's a good person to watch but also because everybody in my age group from the ages of 16 to 20 grew up with her from the country era and everybody that's 12 and under that's a fan of her she's a pop princess right now so I don't see why not like she's a generational white girl for the white girl she's a white girl of pop music right now period to this age group in this generation uh that's how i see it me personally if kiki palmer made pop music that's my black girl black girls or if she made mainstream music because she does make music i'm like i am very quick <laughs> it's different obviously for me because i'm gonna support everybody black like period i don't know that's that's all i gotta say and i'm not about to like filter myself during black history month because i said it there's a reason why i think that way and it's because as a black woman, you have to work 10 times as hard. Victoria Monet has been in the music industry for 13 years, minimum. She wrote most of Ariana Grande's hits. People are on the internet talking about some, who's Victoria Monet? First of all, if you don't know who she is, that's fine. Don't be disrespectful. Second of all, she won best new artist. You know what that means? New artist. You're not gonna know who everybody in the best new artist category is because they're new. What are we talking about? Why are you disrespecting people because you like Noah Khan? That's fine. Go Noah Khan. Also, go Victoria Monet because she won. Stay mad. I don't know. But people think that way about the Taylor Swift thing, too. Like, you're mad because Taylor won. Aha. Uh -huh. And it's true. I'm not mad because she won. I don't care. I'm not at the Grammys and I'm not a singer. So, womp womp. I just think it's really unfortunate that black women keep getting snubbed because of it. Because honestly, I listen to Midnight's. I like Lavender Haze. I'd be singing the song. Not going to lie. I also think that SZA had a wildly successful year and that she deserved to win, period. And that's not because she's black. It's just because I like the album better, like race aside. Anyway, hate to make that a hate to make that a racial thing because that's just, that's just my opinion on it. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm really tired of that whole like I'm, it's really hard to watch and it's very exhausting because um, honestly, like Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, all these people also have won album of the year. Taylor Swift has more album of the years than all of those people that like made Taylor Swift able to get album of the year in the first place. Um, but let's talk about this new album because I actually have something to say. Now that Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey, cool. I'm kind of tired of seeing that too. I think that's part of the reason why I'm so over it. But yo, I think it's crazy. Everybody forgot that suddenly, everybody forgot that she was dating Maddie Healy. Maddie Healy is a crazy man. That man is a terrible person. Do I listen to the 1975? Absolutely. We don't got to talk about it. All his songs sound the same, but they be sounding good in my ear sometimes. You know, I don't know. 
I am anti Maddie Healy. Everybody somehow forgot she dated Maddie Healy. Now all of a sudden she's dropping an album called The Tortured Poets Department. Her song titles are long as hell. Who's who else's song titles are long as hell? The nineteen seventy five. Let me go look up this track list because that was crazy. It's the first thing I thought about when I saw it because <laughs> what do you you dated that man for a week, got backlash, broke up with him, started dating Travis Kelsey, and then stole his whole brand is wild. Like I'd be sick if I was um I'd be sick as hell actually if I was Maddie Haley. But I'm not Maddie Healy, thank God. I just let me find the sellers because that was actually cracking me up. And maybe when I look at it, it won't it won't feel like it's so similar to Maddie Healy. But when did you do that? And I know Panic at the Disco used to do that too with them long ass song titles. But like, still, when have you ever done that? Like, I'm just really confused and I don't know what's happening. Let me zoom in. Okay. Uh, okay. You know what? Why is this so blurry? This is really annoying. I'm sorry. Just give me just give me one second. But no, I I very I used to listen to the 1975 like not religiously, but I listened to them very often when I was in my sad girl era and. I think, <laughs> I think, I just think, I just think, I promise you I'm almost done talking about her though. This is the last thing that I had to say and then I will timestamp it so that all the people that's skipping my Taylor Swift slander for the day can get to where they need to get to. Um, but I'm, I'm still looking for this track list. Where is it, bro? I know there's a song called So Long London. There's a song called But Daddy I Love Him. Um... Fortnite, Florida. Uh, oh my gosh, why is it so blurry? I'm so sorry. Just give me like, just give me like one second. I promise you, uh, I will find it. I f see the picture. I just can't see the thing. Oh my gosh. Also, sorry, 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 sorry. While I'm while I'm thinking about this, I was looking up Taylor Swift on Twitter to find the track list, and what came up was Taylor Swift Jet. Did y'all see that she is suing that boy for talking about how much her private jet flies? That's public information, man. And the fact that you're suing him means you know that you're doing something crazy. So maybe you should stop doing something crazy. I don't care if you take your private jet. You take your private jet every fucking day like it's a car. That's crazy. That is absolutely insane. Yes, there are other private jets. Yes, there are commercial airplanes. You know what else the private jets aren't doing every single day? flying they're not flying every single day commercial flights are flying every single day but they're carrying multiple people not one person is here boyfriend every weekend that's my piece on that womp 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 okay found it so the track list is Fortnite, the tortured poet department my boy only breaks his favorite toys down bad so long london but daddy i love him fresh out the slammer florida guilty as sin What's afraid of little old me? I can fix him. No, I really can. Love of my life. I can do it with a broken heart. The smallest man who ever lived. The alchemy. Clara Bow and the manuscript as a bonus track. <sighs> so the ones that were a mouthful, I just want to, want to. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm feeling devious today, y'all. This is crazy. Ugh. So the 1975 has i like america and america likes me the man who married a robot it's not living if it's not with you surrounding by head and heads and bodies i couldn't be more in love i always want to die sometimes i'm saying this since when did taylor swift have long ass titles like that never that's my piece sorry i'm smiling giggling because 
I feel like I'm about to get like crapped on or something. You can look at me however you want. Anyway, speaking of black women and Black History Month, tell me why the the TikTok makeup community got a hold of Juvie's place talking about some it's too pigmented and I hate it. Did you skip past the black woman on the box? No, let's be so for real for a second because I have the Juvia's Place blush in the shade Barbie Rose, the one that's going viral right now for being too pigmented. Number one, I'm not saying that you can't use it if you're white, but to get on the internet and to like purposely slander a product that is geared toward black women and women with darker skin, like it's not, f it wasn't made for you. So obviously it's not going to work the same on you. When y'all had Rare Beauty a few months ago and it was going viral for being a half a half a drop product that was fine now we have a half a drop product that's a little too much for y'all to use and it's really not use a half a drop blend it on the back of your hand use the product i'm not saying don't use it i'm saying don't be disrespectful because that's crazy and i'm really tired of people doing that the same thing happened with my rosemary oil if you didn't oil your hair and you complain about your hair getting oily and greasy after you use oil maybe you don't need to use oil You're putting oil drops on your scalp and you already had greasy hair. It's not for your hair texture. It's not going to do the same things for your hair as it does for mine. That's like if I had like dry skin and I was using a product that's made for like oily skin. It's not going to do the same thing. That being, I'm not even going to go to a whole thing over that because it's been clocked already, but that really bothered me because y'all really gonna do this during Black History Month? Y'all are gonna slam a black-owned business for making products for black women because it don't work for you? Just blend it out. Just blend out the bro. I don't understand. No, no. Okay, now I'm done. But last, one last black woman topic. Not that I have to defend myself because I am a black woman. Obviously, when I talk about things like that. But um, another thing that's been bothering me is like, and this will segue into something else too. And that'll be my last topic of the day because I'm easing up on like 30 minutes. But um, <sighs> black and Hispanic women have been doing the clean girl aesthetic forever. We have been wearing gold hoops and slick backs and it wasn't called anything. Now TikTok has the clean girl aesthetic, which it's had for months. Now it's clean girl aesthetic is out. Why are we all wearing slick backs? Bitch, we've been wearing slick backs and gold hoops. Gold is out. Silver is in. Why don't you just wear what you want to wear? Why are we keeping up with the trends? And also, like, what? this is not clean girl aesthetic. You're just wearing white and a slick back. Why does that make you look and feel more clean? Uniform? Sure but like i don't understand that that thing is so stupid to me I, I think the whole thing of like categorizing yourself into an aesthetic that's only exists online what the hell is a blueberry girl a tomato girl mob wife aesthetic you're wearing black and you have red nails that's not a mob wife aesthetic babe i don't know <laughs> like it, 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 it doesn't stress me out but it's stupid and then i watched this video of this girl saying talking about things that aren't trendy anymore but she still likes and I'm glad that she said that because, like, you don't have to like what's trendy. You don't have to fit into what's trendy. But also, like, you don't have to defend yourself for liking the things you like. She was talking about Steve Madden and Michael Kors. And, like, now the girls are like, oh, I hate Steve Madden and Michael Kors and Kate Spade and Coach. Like, this bag's only $300. Okay. And it's a cute bag. Buy the bag. Like, I don't understand. It's everything is just, like, so I'm tired. I'm just, I'm, I'm so done. 
with the TikTok aesthetic categories. It's uh, I'm finished. I feel like I've always like if you want to wear white and neutrals, wear white and neutrals. If you want to wear color, wear color. Why? Why do you have to call it something? Neon girl, Barbie girl, highlighter girl. Gr just be girl. Just be girl, please. Just be girl. That's. <laughs> Don't be. They really be making me mad. What do you mean you're a blueberry girl? You just like the color blue. My favorite color is blue. That's where. It, that's where it ends. Please stop there. No more. I'm begging you. Please go outside, wear the color blue, and touch some grass. Thank you. I don't know. I feel like this just keeps coming back around. It happened with, like, the Haley Bieber brownie lips. You're wearing brown lip liner. Why does it have to be called a food? Just say I'm wearing brown lip liner. Anyway, this feels like a real haterish episode, so I just want to loop back around to the National Girls and Women's Sports <laughs> Day. um i think my experience in the sports industry so far has been really really great i've met some amazing women of all shapes sizes and colors um and i think it's just amazing how women bond over being a woman like i feel like men just don't do that but there's something serious in girlhood and like just being a woman in environments where you know as a woman like things are gonna be so much harder i feel like the glass ceiling is getting a little bit better it's becoming more widely accepted to be a woman in the sports industry but you there's always somebody there's always a man that's gonna be like, oh, do you, can you name five players do you know all 32 teams on the nfl do you even watch baseball no i don't watch baseball but i still work here and you still don't so <laughs> he's gonna check me like i can like things without being obsessed with them do I love football? Absolutely. Can I name all 32 NFL teams? Sure. Why do you have to know that, though? Why do I have to prove myself worthy of this job to you? That's why this day exists. Um, I'm sure you knew that, but I just wanted to say that it's really hard being a woman sometimes in general. It's really hard being a woman in male-dominated spaces in general. And it's a really special thing to have a community of women who are all doing the same thing as you, who all want the same thing as you, who, to create an inner circle in your industry that is, like, so closely bonded together over, like, just being a woman, like, doing stupid girly little things, like, getting your pregame coffee or, like, keeping all your credentials and, like, saving them up for no reason. They're just sitting in a bin in your room. Like, I just think that's so special. And I think at some point, like, <sighs> everybody else will see it too, not just women. Um, so a couple accounts that I wanted to talk about that are highlighting women in sports. Um, the first two I've either interned with or am interning for now. So I would say she's so sporty. Uh, they're a woman in clothes, uh, woman in sports, streetwear brand. Um, they are amazing. They have some super cute lines and super cute, um, like pieces. They have phone cases, beanies, sweatshirts yada yada some notebooks and some new stuff coming out um i'd be sure to support them sports girls club they also have merch they're holding a woman in sports conference in boston april in april i'm not sure what the dates are but you can always check their instagram run low on tickets if you're looking for something to do in april and you're a woman in sports looking to connect with people absolutely go to that shameless plug i'm not sponsored or anything i'm just talking about organizations organizations that i like um sportsmist on instagram um empowered on instagram 
those are the ones on the top of my head that I'm thinking about. But obviously, there's more. There's also black sports bids for black women. Um, that's not just for women, but I've seen a lot of black women benefit from that platform as well. Um, I think that's all I had to say. I'm sorry if I was being a hater today. I will be back next week. We're having a yes. She is black. Well, they will be uh, somebody black for Black History Month. It won't be all black talk. We'll just be talking about our lives and experiences. But I just had a lot to say this time. I feel I don't know. But in the next solo episode, I will just be talking about some things in my life or some things that I think about that aren't Taylor Swift related because I feel like this whole episode was about her low-key. It wasn't intended to be that way. I just had to get that off my chest. But actually, I think that's all. If it's not, I don't know. I have nothing else to say now. So, all right. Love you guys. See you next week. Bye-bye.